my name is Polly, and this podcast is a space where you feel relatable on what you experience in the self-development journey and help you feel inspired to do better every day. Let's get right into it. Hello everyone, my name is... no. Hi guys, welcome back to Chat with Paul. My name is Polly and I am your host for this episode today. Um, This is my third attempt on recording my intro just because I'm still trying to figure out what um, device is best to record my podcast and so far I have invested in a microphone, a new airport and I was I honestly hope that the AirPod would work because it is so much more convenient. Um, I just need to plug in my AirPod, uh, my AirPod, and talk. However, I have discovered that that was a waste of money because it didn't work. So, microphone's still better. So, um, well, there you go. Now I know. So this episode is literally just an update of what's been going on in my life um, since I've been taking some time off um, from social media and also from recording a podcast. Basically I went on and I went on an MIA kind of mode um, from the digital platform for a bit just so I can, let's say it as recenter myself, because before that I was very burnout, um, and everything was all over the place. I, I kind of like lost my, my purpose, lost my direction, and I was just doing stuff that I wasn't resonating with myself for doing things like it was just play like everything I was doing was just all over the place so I just needed to hit a reset button and I'm still in the process of resetting myself and trying to find like you know what is next and what is my brand or that sort of thing um so yeah so what's been going on Okay, so let's start. I have, so throughout my whole social media detox, um, it was really good. Well, I have to say like at the start when I decided to delete Instagram app on my phone, it was a terrifying feeling because Instagram has been like the most not the most, one of the most essential part of my daily life. Like I put everything on, on Instagram, especially on stories. And I have a habit of recording everything. It's kind of like my own YouTube channel, but it's not my YouTube channel because it's not YouTube anyways. And it got to the point where my relationship with social media was a bit toxic, where I just have the need to always putting myself out there and post things and and kind of it was kind of a way for me to 
boost my self-esteem or like redeem it. My intention wasn't to seek for any validation or anything, but it was slowly turning into that. Um, It was slowly turning into like, oh, if I don't post anything, people will forget that I exist. That was like wild for me because that wasn't the intention that I have at the start, but because the so like recently I just listened to Emma Chamberlain um episode where she talked about her YouTube channel and her relationship with creating content on YouTube and I resonated with that a lot because she in one part where she mentioned that well on YouTube people that creating content there's the rules that you have to always create content um like weekly like you've got to pump out videos and things like that um in order to stay relevant or even like make it you know quote unquote make it and it's similar to uh, like that with Instagram whereas it's like a like a golden rule on Instagram that you have to always be active on the platform and if you're a content creator you just always have to be on there and always like daily or like on a regular basis on a weekly basis you have to post um content in order to make it like for for you to make it happen I'm not sure if it's what is make it happen even it's kind of like to to see like I'm even struggling but maybe the ugly truth is everyone on Instagram wants more like you want like obviously you're thriving to be recognized um for the work that you create right um for the content that you create and what you're passionate about what you share on social media so that was like the purpose not like the purpose but like the result that you're looking for is to be recognized for that and for and that is through people follow you like that numbers and so like I find myself every day just have to like not have to but it's like the point is to stay present on the platform so in order to do that I have to be actively on there have to record everything I have to think of you know what am I going to do today to kind of like entertain other people um, on my platform and like what content I should I should post or put out there that that is um, represent my brand or represent something I'm passionate about um, and it, because it, it was just a constant thing obviously Instagram is just a platform for you to do so and it is up to you um, if you're if you decide to you know, create content on there, then that's just something you have to do. And I have been doing that, but I, I haven't figured out what's the healthy way or like what's what's the way to do this without getting burnout, without getting it becoming toxic where 
you know, like my relationship with it becomes more toxic where I have the need to do certain things in order to stay relevant and it makes me not feeling happy and content anymore. That's when it gets toxic and that's where I found myself. And so that's why I decided to take a month off to just be um, and kind of like break that cycle, you know. Like it's the longest I've been without looking at the notification, without getting like thinking, oh, what what are other people doing there? And also another thing is that when I realized I was constantly every single day scrolling, comparing myself to other people, especially other people's work and feeling like I'm not enough um, to... I'm not enough like literally it just comes down to that that's when I know that it's getting a bit toxic and I need to break that cycle with social media in general and on the first week honestly it was very scary because I thought okay everyone will just forget about me but the more I realize is that it's not like no one freaking care about what I do that much it's what it's literally just me caring about what I do and if I was if I was just scared that other people will forget about me it's more so is that I was scared that I will forget about what I'm passionate about um and might just drift off but that's not if like that's and like after a period of time going without social media I I find that that's not the case like I can always come back and once I figure it out and not gonna say like after this certain period of time I'll figure everything out but it's just take a bit of a period of, of take a period of time off to then figure it out what is the most important thing I want to do on social media Oh, and another thing where I get so scared when I was when I decided to take a break from social media is that I was scared that I might not be relevant anymore because I'm not on there to be updated on the trends and what are people doing, what are the next big thing. I realized that's not really important like the next big thing, what other people are doing, the trends, the the updates, it's not really relevant, especially to my life in general. Like these things are great, great to know, but it's not always beneficial for my life. The thing that I'm, I resonate with, it's not like every single thing on there will be adding values to my life, you know? And so that's one thing I realized. Anyways, moving on from the reason why I've been off. What's been going on is that I've been switching things up since I decided to take my time off. Um, Honestly, I've been eating out every day. Like I haven't been cooking, um, which is bad, but it, it started off with me obsessing over chicken Caesar salad at grilled. So in Melbourne, Australia, we have grilled, with it, which is like a healthy burger chain 
um, where they do really like, I don't know, organic, nice burgers, but I don't eat burgers. So usually I just get the chicken Caesar salad from there and I've been obsessed with it. And so every single night, like for dinner, after my, like after I finish my exercise or going to the gym, I would go straight there and get a chicken Caesar salad. And so it started with that. And then after that, it'll be other things where I just going out with friends, uh, which is something I haven't done in like years, Um, like eating out constantly. And I found myself feeling like the feeling after eating out for a while, it's like, it's not as nice as if you were to to have like a home cooked meal, like you feel more bloated, you know? A lot of people say that, but I didn't realize that until I experienced it for myself where I was like constantly eating out, even though I chose healthy meals, like just salad, salad and a side of protein. Um, but I still find myself getting like bloated or like feeling very heavy, like that feeling when you're like, oh, that was a big meal. Um even though it was just a salad and stuff, but it makes my stomach was like, like you, it, it just like the feeling after eating out versus eating home cooked meal is that home cooked meal food. After you eat it, even if you if you have like a big meal after that, you still feel like not as bloated. Whereas if you eat out constantly. Even if you have like a tiny meal or like a very, very, very healthy meal, you still have this heavy feeling after. And that's what I was feeling. And I think that comes down to, you know, like multiple aspect to it, which is like the way they cook it. They might put a lot of more oil and sodium, which is uh, not sodium, like salt, because yeah, salt causes, salt has a lot of sodium. So that can make you feel really bloated and um, it can show from your face too. Um, yeah, and the serving size is like way bigger than if you were to eat at home because then you can control the size. Whereas if you order outside, you can't control the size. They just serve you what they think is the best way to serve and you just have to take it. And it is hard to control your size when you're given a portion of food because then it's like on the plate you know it's like a mental challenge you're like might as well just finish the food because you already paid so much money for it then you just have to finish the whole plate whereas at home you can control the size because you cook it and you're like oh I want just this much also with eating out I feel like I become more impatient in general just because I've been eating out and I expect and usually food would just come out after like 20 ish minutes right and especially if you order like at a um not a fast food chain but like you know like Nando's or yeah like like cooked food like um, fresh food served. But the thing is they make it pretty quick, not like at fine dining restaurant where it's like getting slow, like more like slowly, everything served slowly. But like at a normal restaurant, 
if you go on like a Monday, Tuesday night, right, you just go to Nando's or you go to, yeah, again, grilled, any restaurant, to be honest, the food relatively served within 20 to 30 minutes after you order. And that is something I find has taught my brain to become less patient in general like for example like it's not just eating out of restaurant but if you buy like a roasted chicken from your supermarket or like get a bowl of salad from your local market still you get it straight away you don't make it so you get that instant gratification that feeling of you have things straight away and that makes me feel much more impatient when it comes to other things too and obviously it comes to food as well I expect things to come straight away um and have less patience on you know things supposed to be a bit slower um and that wasn't great because I used to be more patient because um I used to bake more so the process of baking and everything, like, you know, like you're supposed to wait um, or like cooking at home too, whereas like you enjoy the process of cooking it. And so you, that kind of, that also teach your brain to become more, more patient with the process. Whereas now when I've been eating out, there are so many shortcuts because restaurants, of course, they have to pump out food as quick as possible because that's the expectation nowadays. But that's also teach my brain to be like, I expect it to be out straight away or like like I just become less patient when it comes to waiting for things. And that has been affecting me in other aspects of life too. Um, and that's kind of make me... Um, don't want to cook because I'm like oh why would I you know go to to the market get my groceries and then go home after my workout then cook dinner whereas I can just stop by at grill and get my chicken Caesar salad again and that will just come out within 20 minutes. Eating out a lot has impacted me in that sort of way and so I kind of realized that and now I kind of like train my myself to cook again and I started off with something really I've been I've been starting off with something really simple and quite quick so then it teaches my brain to it kind of like still accommodate my my need for or oh, instant gratification but also teach my teach myself to slowly getting back to cooking so then I can become more at ease when it comes to the process of making the food and things like that and yeah like I have been cooking for myself two days now well yesterday night I decided to went to I decided to go to the supermarket and get some salad um and like something really quick and easy for me and that's really satisfying me is a big salad with like cucumbers and tomatoes and lots of pickles and olives and then just a side of protein and I've been having 
um, grilled chicken at home. At this stage, I don't think I'm going to go back to that grilled chicken because I found I found myself like I, I just don't enjoy cooking the meat. I think I'm going to go back to eating beans because it's so quick and it's guaranteed cooked protein. Whereas the chicken I had today, I realized I cooked it like it was a bit raw inside after cooking it for like I don't know 15-20 minutes of waiting and it was still raw inside I don't understand and I guess like for me um, when it comes to choosing the protein that I have every day I found like um, animal meat it makes me feel more like it makes me feel heavier like it feels more bloated it might just be my body um and it's everyone um reacts differently to different type of meat or like protein but that's what I found with me and I found that eating like choosing beans or like tofu or like fish makes me feel a bit lighter um when and so yeah, I'm just going to start going back to eating beans for adding beans as my um, source of protein. I will probably just eat like animal meat when I go out because that will give me a guarantee that they will, that the meat will be cooked properly because I'm not very good with cooking um, meat and making it tasty and um, cooked. A couple of habit changes that I've been adapting to is that so I've been treating Monday, Tuesday and Wednesday like the weekend and then on the weekend I'm treating it as like my Monday and Tuesday. So okay so the general ideal the general idea of a Monday, Tuesday and Wednesday is like when you're hyped up you're on your work zone you know or like hyper focus sorry I just need to sip some tea because I'm like so thirsty right now okay usually most people find that Monday Tuesday and Wednesday are like they're in their work zone those days like the start of the week you're dreading because you're just coming out from your weekend and you hate those days because it's the start of the week and you got you know that you have to like do work and it just work after work after work because it's monday and then tuesday and then wednesday um and i was finding myself being like that for a bit and honestly i don't want to be like that um in a long term because that's just dreadful like what's the point of living life if Every single week, you're just going to be dreading your Monday, Tuesday and Wednesday and looking forward to the to the weekend. And so my purpose of changing that around is by making my Monday, Tuesday and Wednesday spontaneous at night. Like after work, obviously you still have work, but then at least... If you're doing something fun or like more relaxing on a Monday, Tuesday and Wednesday night, it doesn't feel that bad the next day when you wake up and go to work. I'm just talking about um, 
yeah, if you have a job, if you're in a corporate hours, Monday, Tuesday and Wednesday are the most painful days that I found most people have and also myself sometimes. But again, I don't want to make that, you know, the live thing because we live by Monday, Tuesday and Wednesday every week. It's just a repetitive thing. So like, why do you have like, I don't understand, not like I don't understand, but it's like, why do you have to make yourself hating these days where you can enjoy it? Uh, but the only way to make yourself enjoying it is by you know finding what you enjoy doing on the weekend that's you're usually looking forward to and reverse that or like mm, putting these activities on a weekdays to so then you feel more enjoyable when you're going through these days and I'm not saying like oh drinking and getting fucked up you can do that on the weekdays that's just a bit irresponsible let's say because if you're doing that on a weekdays you'll feel like shit the next day so like it's kind of like the the side effect of drinking and all that if you're doing that on the weekdays no so Monday and Tuesday and Wednesday usually back then I would be like oh obviously work and then after that I'll I'll go to the gym, do some reading, do some learning, and then go to bed. Tuesday, working, gym, not seeing anyone, just staying by myself. Um, and then do some learning or like reading books and then bed. Wednesday again work gym yep reading books or learning and then bed you see like it's it just makes you that is the reason why you're looking forward to the weekend to do other spontaneous thing because you're like putting yourself in this situation where you're making your Monday to Wednesday so sad and because it's so repetitive that you're like, oh, I don't even, I don't even enjoy these days because it's, for me, that is just, that is, that is not enjoyable. Like it's, it's quote unquote discipline, but if that discipline journey, I'm not even sure if this is grammarly correct, but if this journey is not something I'm enjoying on a daily basis, then why am I even doing that? So what I've been doing is like I set my agenda out for the week of what goals I want to tick and then I just mix things up in between days. But most importantly on a Monday because it's – it's just like um, ingrained in our brain that Monday is like supposed to be sad because you just got out of your weekend and it feels like you're like it's like most people say, oh, 
Monday is the worst day because you just get back to work, right? But what if you just don't, what if you just not having to make it feels like it just work and it's boring? Um, you don't have to like be disciplined on a Monday and then looking forward to the weekend to enjoy your life. You can do that on a daily basis by shifting it. Um, so like instead of on a Monday, I'll go, I finish work, go to the gym and then go back home and learning and go to bed. I would switch things up and think, oh, what would I want to do on a Sunday that I can put it on my Monday after work? So I can, so it can like makes my Monday become more spontaneous. And one thing that I learned to switch things up to make my Monday become more enjoyable is that I don't just go back home and go to the gym. I started off going for a run to go outside instead of staying in one spot in the gym and trying to pump the weight because usually people have this um, mindset that Monday is your grind day like Monday to Wednesday is your grind day and then you you know you go all out on the weekend but that is just a like a like a toxic cycle it's like are oh, you doing these discipline things so then you can get fucked up on the weekend and go all out or like you binge whatever but that's not really resolved the issue that you want to binge okay go let's let's get back to monday right so usually people have this mindset that monday is like when you grind you work really really hard tuesday as well wednesday as well and then when it gets to thursday it's like oh it's about to get to the weekend about to get to friday so you kind of like let loose and like um you know become more spontaneous and don't really think about life um, because it's nearly about the weekend but if on Monday you kind of let loose and not becoming so fixated on the facts that on the fact that oh after work I have to go to the gym I have to set myself up for success and meal prepping and eating right all that stuff if you're not enjoying that then mix things up mix up your Monday so then it doesn't feel so scary um, when it comes to Monday. Walked around the city and sometimes I just did nothing if that's what I feel like on a Monday. Um, yeah, and obviously I ate out because that's what I've been doing for a period of time and so, yeah, I did that. So it doesn't feel that bad. And on a Tuesday night, I would like, you know, like you can see, like I still tick off my boxes of going exercise on a daily basis, different type of movements, not like just being so fixated on the fact that I need to go to the gym to pump up the weights. That's the only way for me to become healthy. No, there are other ways. And on a Tuesday, I can be you know, taking off my, uh, taking off my, um, list of completing my 10,000 steps by walking around 
going to bookstores or like um, even just nap, if that's what you feel like, then yeah, just nap. And then after that, um, catch up with a friend, going for dinner with a friend on a Tuesday night. Why not? Because why do you have to wait for the weekend to cram up everything? And then later on when you get to the weekend, when you complete all that and you're like, oh, my God, Monday and Tuesday, I'll have to be like you, it just makes you feel trapped because you're now looking forward just only for the weekend to do these things where you can do it on a weekdays too. And so that was my way to fix thing, mix things up um, and making my Monday and Tuesday and Wednesday not too scary. Um, it's actually nice when you're like, oh, when you think that, you know, on a Monday and Tuesday you get to do these things that usually you never really thought that you would be able to do it. Just because society is saying that um, Monday, Tuesday and Wednesday is like your work mode, grind mode. You've got to put everything together, um, be your best self. You can be your best self every day and spread it out. Um, and on a mon- on a Sunday or like Saturday, I try to make it kind of like my Monday because it's the day where I get to that I don't have to work and so I have this massive period of time where I can do I can work on my creative things and do whatever I want and be on like full focus zone with it putting all of my time into that and so I have I bec- I feel more productive um, mentally on a Saturday and Sunday um, when I get to do these things because on a weekdays you already you already put your full focus on work for eight hours whatever you do after that it's kind of like like 50% of your energy already going towards work and so what's left over is like gym exercise or like cooking food and and what is left to do your creative things or like your, your hobbies you know, so that's like the weekend is when you can do that on the weekends and make it kind of like your Monday and Tuesday because it's like grind mode. One more thing that I have been changing up is that I have been having savory breakfast for almost two months now. And yes, I admit that I've been eating out and yes, I've been having... I've been obsessed over scrambled eggs on sourdough toast with bacon and jam. Trust me on this. I've when I say obsessed, I wrote a blog about it. <laughs> it's actually so good and it's nutritious. Well, yeah, scrambled eggs, a lot of protein, right? Bacon and jam is revolutionary. It's the better version of maple bacon cheaper less effort you literally just make your bacon or you order it at a restaurant and jam on the side and you slather it just a little bit on the bacon and it tastes so great because it like the bacon the saltiness in the bacon 
no, the jam, the sweetness from the jam complements the saltiness from the bacon and it just works well. Um, it's not too sweet, but it's not too salty because usually bacon and scrambled eggs, it's a lot of saltiness in it, but the jam, it just cut it out. And you know, like when you order the jam on the side, you get to use that jam as your, you know, like, um, refreshment or like your dessert because after having the saltiness from the scrambled eggs and the bacon you can even have that when you still have a bit of bread and then you just have that to as your mini dessert for breakfast so that has been something I've been eating for a bit on a weekly basis like I'd say I I just have to have it at least once a week but it's kind of like teach my um myself to becoming more of a savory breakfast girl I used to be a sweet breakfast girl like I just have my smoothie in the morning or I'll have um porridge like my oats or protein oats in the morning with like or like overnight oats baked oats you name it just oats with fruit and a bit of honey that's what I used to eat or like have some like oat pancakes or like yogurt with granola things like that but now I have switched to become a savory person for breakfast which is um something I haven't really imagine myself being and because that's kind of like because usually when I go to a cafe I tend to just order coffee you know usually I just go for breakfast at lunch so I would just have brunch and by then I'll be having like smash avo on toast because I would be so struggling to find like a savory breakfast because I'm not even interested in it but now all I like when I walk into a, a cafe in the morning I am so confident to like look at the menu and be like uh because usually they just offer a lot of savory stuff on there and the sweet breakfast it's just extremely sweet like they would have like the massive portion of sugary breakfast like it's just full of sugar and full of artificial stuff that um I personally don't not interested in and so like usually I'm not even I don't even care about breakfast at cafe or like if they have a bowl, I'll get that but now I can just confidently walk into a cafe and be like I'll have scrambled eggs on toast with bacon and jam on the side and that's that will be my go-to I don't need to think about it it just I know what I want exactly and it's just so great because no one can fuck up scrambled eggs on toast and bacon. Whereas other things, you you, you don't know if they're going to fuck it up or not. Because it's really up to the restaurant's um, creativity and how they present their menu and food. But scrambled eggs on toast is just the basic, like the bare minimum. Like no one, like any cafes can master eggs and bacon because otherwise they wouldn't exist um so that's that's like or like that's my go-to now I'm a savory girl um where now I can go anywhere and get a great 
scrambled eggs on toast. Like that's my safe choice and I know it's going to be good and it's, it's going to satisfy my my hunger. One thing that I've been doing is only have like two big meals a day um, and it has been really working for me because I tried to do the three meal, two snack thing um, that is like everyone does before and personally it's not it didn't work for me because that was just a lot of food and a lot of food to think about on a daily basis and that that kind of like take out a lot of my mental energy to think of what to eat next like what is nutritious for me to put in my body and all that so that was kind of a drainer and it kind of like stresses me out and makes me overthink of what I should have next and it's like five meals a day, even though it's like tiny meals, not tiny meals because two snacks and then three meals. It's a lot. And I'm a petite girl. And usually I, like back then, I I think I'm, I didn't really care about how many meals I have in a day. So I just have like big portion of food until I satisfy and then I move on. And then when I'm hungry next, I just, I just eat um, whatever but since I started to um, implement this three meal two snacks thing um, it it was so overwhelming for me because I have to think every single day what am I going to eat and by the time I think about it it already stresses me out I I didn't even enjoy the meal I was having anyways because I, I was like already constantly thinking of what I should have next for the next meal so that was a bit of a drainer so I decided to change it up and just having two big meals a day like when I'm getting like usually I'm just getting really hungry um by like 11 or 11 30 in the morning and so I just have like a massive smoothie in the morning to fill me up and then after that I'll just have like if I feeling a bit peckish I'll just have like a dark chocolate or something and then by like like seven at night or something I'll have my other big meal which is my dinner um and that has been my Caesar salad but I promise that I will be making my big salad at home from now on um Of course, like it's not like every single day I'll be making food, but that will be the majority of my food will be me making food at home, putting an effort in making food and trying to get back to my creative side with food. I used to make really like spontaneous food every single day, like curry or like soup and stuff. And then now I'm just having this chicken Caesar salad, this bloody chicken Caesar salad every single day. And that has made me feel like when I get back to cooking, I'm like, what am I going to cook? Because I haven't been cooking for a long time. And that's the, that's the downfall of eating out a lot because then it doesn't activate your brain to to think of a creative thing that you can cook for yourself like you just expect someone to cook it for you and you just have it um and so that's that's something I wanted to change and 
something I do want to change in the future or like as of today though is to stop putting so much information in every single day like I usually usually have the habit that I always have to listen to podcasts every single day not like have to but like I enjoy listening to it but recently I found myself like there's just a lot of information that I was like trying to put it in my brain every single day and it has become less effective than ever because there are just so many things putting in my brain and everything it just kind of like coming out like coming to the other like coming to the other side like because I couldn't really remember or like being being present in the moment of listening to a podcast or listening to a TED talk because there are just so many information it just become it's like you're putting so much on every single day you don't even have time to like digest these information um and so I really want to stop doing that it comes down to I think it's greed like I, I just fear that oh if I don't put that much information every single day then I'm not learning anything but that's not the truth that's probably the the opposite of the truth it's like you're putting so much and it's not effective because like you're just trying to hoard things and usually when you hoard things you you're not becoming more selective and appreciate what you have right because you're just trying to get more and more and more and I found myself being like that with learning and putting information in my brain um and it has becoming like that like I after listening to so many podcasts on every single day and at the end of the day I'm like what did I even learn today I didn't even remember a thing whereas if I now only you you, like put out a time where I can listen to a podcast especially I I find myself doing that really well in the morning is to like having my fresh mind and putting information in and then trying to digest it throughout the day then that like just that one piece of information will would become more effective because I only have that one information a day to focus on and learn about it so that's something I want to change and implementing that as of today um but yeah I think that's been happening in my what's been going on in my life at the moment also it's going to be a very very hectic couple of weeks um soon like I'm moving house on the same week that I will finish up my my uh current job and so I'll be moving onto a different job. So everything is changing. Everything's shifting um, very, very soon, especially in this month of February. Like it has transforming month for me. Um, I feel like this episode has becoming kind of like a therapy session and that's something it just to make it more of a um, – not intimate I wouldn't say intimate but more raw and real um talk 
between me and you guys. So I really appreciate whoever listened to my podcast and um, it's kind of like a platform. Well, it's a space where it's kind of like a therapy session for me and for you guys to listen to and I hope if you resonate with things that I say or find it therapeutic in some ways where I just you you know sometimes you just have to sometimes it's it's nice to just listen to someone talk and you know just listen and I enjoy doing that and I created this podcast to kind of create that same I hope you enjoy this episode and if you found this episode entertaining or resonating with you please leave me a review also connect with me on socials um on my instagram live with pole where it is more so content of the health and wellness side um of me and if you're into health and wellness um then let's connect with each other on there so we can keep each other accountable and motivated Anyways, I hope you're all having a great week and I'll see you guys next week. Bye.